Hello, horror fans. It's me, Cassandra, and Zane, and Kylie, and we are the Horrorcraft Podcast, and today we have a deep dive, and we have the mother of deep dives, and if you have never listened to an episode of this podcast, I'm going to pause you for a minute and tell you how revolutionary it is that we are doing this episode, because if anybody knows me from listening to this podcast and all the different times I mentioned her, we are talking about Elvira, the Elvira, the queen, the queen of horror, the mistress of dark. She is that bitch in the best way possible. And and with the most respect possible. Yes, most respect <laughs> possible. But Elvira has been that girl in the horror genre for years. And this is Elvira's first spin at having a movie of her own, kind of in the same vein as her friend Paul Rubinson, who played Pee-wee. Um, Pee-wee had Pee-wee's Playhouse the year a couple years prior, which Elvira actually had a cameo in. And um Pee-wee was supposed to set, come and take a, you know, visit, uh, do a cameo on this. And it didn't work out that way. But without Pee-wee's Playhouse, we wouldn't have this movie here. So thank you. Um, but Elvira is the illustrious Cassandra Peterson. Um, she is the reason why I always thought it cool to have the name Cassandra. Cassandra. Again, I'm still not adjusted, people. And if you don't know that story, please go back and listen to the Peaches Christ episode or any episode where basically I found out the whole entire time I've been saying my name wrong and I am also another Cassandra. So I'm still messing it up. But um, if you, I know, guys. I, at this point, I'm going to have to get it tattooed somewhere. Yeah. Cassandra. It's like one of those um, Google, you know, when you go to like see how the words pronounce, it's going to have to be one of those. No, it's in, instead of it's, it's not Leviosa, it's Leviosa. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Cassandra, it's Cassandra. Yeah. <laughs> but really, it's not my fault. Okay. It's all the people who like lo low key, like placebo effect my brain into believing that I was a Cassandra and I just accepted it so fuck those people um we're off to a great start at this episode yay but yay, um, yay! If, if you have not seen Elvira Mistress of the Dark it is currently available on Tubi the Roku channel pretty much anywhere but I would watch it on Tubi Tubi is Tubi we is also that girl we should, oh, we should mad love for Tubi yeah. Tubi is amazing. In a day and age yep. where things get super expensive, Netflix memberships go up and different things like that, Tubi is an incredible resource and I would argue kind of goes tit for tat with Netflix when it comes to horror or a lot of big streamers. Um, some of the bigger ones are getting better, but um, you know, they have a lot. So they have Netflix Elvira. does not have good horror. No, that's a that's a spicy opinion, but yes, I agree. So there be we're a lot being of, spicy tonight. Yeah, a lot of people would disagree with that because of Mike Flanagan, but I'm sorry, not even Mike Flanagan himself can save Netflix at this point with the the whole. <laughs> so, uh, even though we love Mike Flanagan, we love you know uh, all the the offerings that he brings us: the Haunting of Hill House, um, the Fall of the House of Usher. 
but uh yeah not even you could say my uh netflix mike flanagan it's it's a it's a hard job it's not happening so um but no tubi is amazing and um a lot of times they just do little quads of advertisements so you have to watch like four and maybe like a 30 minutes like um period and it's just like okay i have these four ads and then i could go back to watching 20 to 30 more minutes of the movie so um i think that that's more reasonable than having to watch an ad every like 10 15 minutes so um to be you are that ghoul we love you um, but Elvira is available for free to watch on Tubi. So if you like to kind of uh, deep dive with us, watch the episode before listening, watch the movie before listening to this episode, because I cannot talk today, um, then definitely go check it out. So pause, go watch it and come back. Let us know what you think. But um, let's get into it. So uh, light those candles turn on the camera and the charm and the cauldron for popcorn yes um and and get the camera ready for um a double feature so let's cue the music Okay, so we are back and we are talking about my favorite topic of all time, which is Elvira. More specifically, Elvira's debut movie that came out in 1988, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Um, so for those of you who don't know who Elvira is, we're going to get into that in a second. But um, so what was your first time watching this movie, Zane? Probably when you showed it to me. Oh shit! Yeah, um, when we were, <laughs> <laughs> I should have just answered that myself. Then I'm sorry. Um, it was. I don't remember the year. I think we were living together. I think we were living together. Yeah, and I think you asked me if I've seen Elvira Mistress of Dark, and I said no. You're just like, well, that's changing today. So, yeah. And so began the era of Elvira. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a rite of passage. Kylie, what about you? This was my first time. Yeah, I know. Gasp. No, I mean, listen, you gotta start everywhere, somewhere, everywhere, somewhere, wherever. Um, you gotta start somewhere, and um, a lot of people know who Elvira is, but have don't know right. that she has a movie. Right, so. like I've always known who Elvira was, but like to watch anything she was in no yeah no and she does have another movie after this called elvira's haunted hills where it's kind of like her almost take on dracula almost like transylvania vibe stuff like that um but it isn't a like a sequel to this that it's sounds like it's right up your alley it really there's, there's a castrad butler as the vampire Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, even Gerard Butler would probably be like, it's Elvira, sign me up. Like Elvira mm. wouldn't complain. No, I mean, listen, go Google it right now, but look at Cassandra Peterson without makeup and She's in makeup. gorgeous. Yeah, Cassandra Peterson is in her 60s, and she is still a babe, like, to this day, 
Like she is timeless. Um, and I think that that comes from having a good, pure heart and as someone who is as loving and helpful as she has to so many people in the genre. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is women, you know, she kind of has given women a figurehead to kind of um, strength for, you know, being in horror. Like she had a lot that she had to endure. We were just looking at pictures earlier, but I would highly recommend you reading Elvira's book, Yours Cruelly, Elvira. Um, and, you know, a lot of stuff came out about that memoir I think the biggest thing that people latch on to is her being in a relationship with a woman for decades but I think the biggest thing for me was all the stuff that she had to endure during her career like she she was the victim of sexual assault she had a lot of things happen and Elvira was a go-go dancer since she was 14 years old like she ended up you know being a Las Vegas uh, showgirl for a period of time. That's kind of how Elvira takes shape and form. Um, but, you know, I would highly, we could talk so much about Elvira and who she is a person, but the main thing that Elvira is known for is becoming the iteration that we know of as Elvira. And that is, you know, the brainchild of her and a couple of other people, but Elvira became a horror hostess um where she would do double features and um kind of almost in the same vein of you know this taking back to our episode with jamie but in fright night with peter vincent where he's doing you know the horror host um that was elvira on her couch talking about these v movies and she really uplifted a lot of horror and you know one of her good friends was vincent price um who is a horror legend i mean she really she made this her genre um she fermented her place into this and so this movie is really her kind of in her element really taking hold of that so this was the beginning of what we know as elvira you know this started with her movie and it kind of led into world domination you see elvira everywhere now um, Elvira is kind of like in the vein of Dolly and Elvis, where she has merchandise for everything. Um, she's fantastic. So, and just uh, an edit, her age is 72 and she still looks fabulous. You know, I'm not, I was going to say, I'm not even going to take that out. I, I'm glad to be wrong about that. She's 72. I mean, I, she does not even l come close to looking 72. No, She's and we were... looks and we, in her 60s. You're right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and listen, I, I, we were just talking about this on the break, but um, kudos to Elvira's girlfriend, T. Um, I think we need to give her more snaps than anything else because it's not Elvira, you know, keeping the fact that she was in a relationship with T a secret because to each his own. But the fact that T kept it a secret that she was Elvira's girlfriend, like I would be putting that on my resume. How proud I would. I, I mean, not saying I'd that be T putting probably, it on my Christmas cards. <laughs> right. Like not saying that T probably wasn't proud of that because obviously, you know, she's uplifted right. and supported Elvira through the years and kudos to her. But I mean, like 
that's a that's accomplishment. Like your girlfriend is Elvira. Like there are people who would literally sell their soul to Satan and come back um to have that honor. And not in a creep like some of the creepy people not that enough, get that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. So don't be one of those people. But um no, 72, like good for her, man. Like at this point, Elvira, you've done everything. We need you to do a skincare line. Like whatever, you yeah. know. We need a routine. We, we know what that routine is. Yeah. yeah. At this what point, do you do? Yeah, list, this, list the products. You know, it's probably just her watching some random old B movies in the background while she's like doing some basic skincare. And she's just, she stays out of people's business. That's probably the biggest part. Like, Elvira, so she really is us. She really is us. Yeah. So, no, I mean, she really is. I mean, one of the big things that I think we want to point out is without Elvira being who she is, there would not be a place for women like us right now. Elvira fought tooth and nail for her place in horror along with everyone, every other woman's place. And there are a lot of rooms that we wouldn't be able to get into now if it wasn't for Elvira. And I think that's the reason I've always loved her the most is because... As much as she's put in, like, the com horror community has given her her flowers and stuff like that, I don't think they recognize how much she's done for the community purely off the fact of um, especially opening doors for women the way she did. Like, she is an icon in that sense. Like, she has kind of given us a lot of validity and she ran so people like us could come on the internet right now and talk about this like um you know she had to endure a lot to a lot of sexism a lot of you know just profiling because she's a woman and really just put in uncomfortable situations and she persevered through all of that and made sure that not only did she have a place in the community but the rest of us did as well so she is for, you know, the girls, the gals, the gays, everyone in between the she's these, the whoever, what she is supporting you. You know, she's always been a staunch reporter of supporter of the LGBT community, along with women in general. And um, I think that that's a huge reason why women are starting to have more of a voice in horror um because it's just a a genre that you know honestly uh, naturally leads itself to women like you know we have the idea of a final girl but for elvira to be that like horror figure that horror icon in the ranks with somebody like vincent price or um robert england or even you know david howard thornton from terrifier she is that person and she's made it possible for us to be that person as well. So, uh, you know, huge thanks to Elvira at, you know, I will always love and support her for that. And I will thank her immensely for the, the path that she's paved for us to have the voice that we do. So thank you. Um, yes. if you ever listen to this episode, if you do, I will die. <laughs> she literally so. will. She will, she will plots. Yeah, I really will. The day that I, I, I meet Elvira, I, I'm not going to be able to control myself. Like, 
Yeah. I'll, I might have to speak for her and I'm I too might even be like, huh. huh. I'll have I'll I. have my <laughs> iPad, you know, to write out my sentences for me. I'll I'll it's have okay, like, guys. I'll, I'll talk she for just you. turned I'll into talk for you <laughs> Thank you. So but yeah, so please go read her book. Um, yes, I don't want to say too much about her background because I want people to go read the book because we can all talk about like facts that are on IMDb. Obviously, she's been a go-go dancer since she was 14. She built it into a, a career on the Las Vegas Strip. It kind of turned itself into Elvira. Um, she had a lot of passion when it came to Elvira and she really turned this into a whole brand. Um, but I think if you really want to know more, please check out her book. Not just because, you know, she she talks about her relationship with T or, um, you know, she talks about what happened um, in her career where she's been assaulted and stuff like that. Read it for the fact that this is a woman who has paved her way in the horror genre. And it's really inspiring showing that no matter what life threw at her, she turned it into something. She turned it into a fucking diamond. And that's something that I think we can all look back on all with and think, you know what, this is just, this is great. Um, so please go check it out. It's available on Amazon and a whole bunch, like Barnes and Nobles. You can find it pretty much everywhere. So I, it's a great read. It's something that I read frequently. Um, and I think it's just, especially if you're like us, and you're in the horror genre, you're, albeit a horror content creator, I kind of shudder calling us that because I would say we're more horror creators. Um, but uh, if you're somebody who has an interest in the genre or is a woman in the horror genre, I would definitely recommend reading that um, because it's it's a great testament to the power of really persevering and um, really shows you who Elvira Cassandra Peterson is as a character and what she turned Elvira into. So uh, thank you, Cassandra Peterson, for everything that you've done in horror. And um, yeah, I'm still going to go with the fact that you're 60. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sure you won't care either way because you're fabulous. 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 Yeah, I don't think she'll care. Fabulous. Yeah, she won't care. Like she, no, she, she, she looks fantastic for <coughs> her age. whatever age. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to get into synopsizing Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Um, so Elvira, Mistress of the Dark is kind of her take on her rise to fame. Um, it's her origin story, albeit um, it starts with her being a horror host and um, really kind of getting shit on and especially when she kind of gets um, some sexual advances put on her by um, somebody that is coming in and taking over her uh, TV show um, the TV network and she decides fudge this I have a show that I'm going to be doing in Las Vegas it doesn't matter anyways well Elvira has to come up with some money for that show in Las Vegas so she thinks all is lost and then she gets a telegraph um, that she telegram. has a telegram, telegraph, tell us something. They delivered an envelope to her. That's what they did. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, um, we don't do those anymore. 
Which, so yeah. That, that was a different time period, but she finds out that she has a great aunt Morgana who died and probably left her something. So she is super excited and thinks, hey, that's what's going to shade my show. So she hops in her bitching car, which we'll get in that in a minute, because without this movie, that car would not have come to fruition. Um, and to this day, Elvira still has that car. So badass car. It, it is. is. It is. So, um, but, you know, she's traveling all across in the car. The one part that always gets me is when the really creepy guy who, like, maybe a serial killer gets in the car with her. And he ends up getting freaked out about her. And she throws him out of the car. That cracked me up. That cracked that me cracked up, me up. Um, But, so, Elvira, through all the shenanigans, she lands herself in Massachusetts. Um falls well falls, right? Yeah. We're we're gonna fact check that in a minute. Um but uh the fictional town, which actually if you are an eagle eye person like me, once I found this out, I did realize that that was it. But that is a fictional town that's on one of the lots uh, on Warner Brothers, and it is the lot um, where Gilmore Girls were filmed, so along with some other shows. And so she gets into the town, her car breaks down, um, and people kind of fall well. Fall well. Fall well. Fall well. Massachusetts. Um, so she gets into town and people do not like the fact that she's different. They look at her like, oh, what is this hooker doing? You know, this lewd person. And they have a really bad uh, reaction to her. Like at one point when she's checking into the hotel, uh, the motel, they don't want to rent to her. Um, and then they make a comment that she has to pay in cash up front because they know what her type of people do. Um forget them Elvira it's it's, it's okay um we got you boo boo we got you boo boo so um she finds out very quickly that there is not many fun things to do in this town this town is very staunch in their morality especially when it comes to kids um she gets to the bowling alley where she kind of gets accosted by these guys who have some ideas of her being a hooker and she kind of fucks with them, especially with her fake knife that's in her, uh, the side of her dress. Um, and she, like, fakes them out into thinking that she's going to cut them, which I think is hilarious. Um, it's definitely a me move. Um, I can relate. But um, that's when she meets Bob. And Bob is one of the few adults in the town that kind of think Elvira is swell. And then we meet Patty and Patty. The OG God. Karen. The OG Karen, literally. <laughs> literally. Like Puritan Karen. Puritan Karen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is funny that we bring That's up. That's the whole vibe of the town. Is right. Like which is funny. Puritan. Which is funny that we bring it up because that's the whole reason why we're doing Witches Month. Um, You know, yep. we're always about subverting expectations and while I think Thanksgiving is a holiday that we can recognize and celebrate for the fact that it brings family together, um, Puritan culture, 
yeah, not about it. Like, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying everyone's bad. Okay. There's always bad apples in the bunch, but you single-handedly murdered a generation of women just because they were being loud, outspoken women. So Elvira is that, that girl that comes to mind when you think of that. Um, which is some foreshadowing that we'll get into later. So Elvira gets left her great aunt's house. She meets her uncle Vinny, who is not happy at all that she is involved in any of this and kind of trying to swindle her for the family recipe book that we end up finding out is a spell book from her great aunt Morgana. And, um, it's kind of a bunch of shenanigans and the the town you know elvira's like i'm gonna you know put together the house i'm gonna sell it so i can make my money to go to vegas and the town's like not with our kids and not doing this and kind of really puts their foot down especially when it comes to the kids to talk about like throwing them out of school expelling them if they get seen with her just a lot of really not great stuff. So in true Elvira fashion, when life gives you lemons, you make a shit ton of lemonade and she decides she's going to do what she does best and be a horror hostess um, with the mostest at Bob's Theater. And she's doing great until fucking Patty decides fucking Patty, fucking Patty decides to fuck things up. So she goes, she goes full, not Carrie, but the other chick you know what i'm talking about and carrie pig's blood yeah 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 which is crazy because they they like ruin her whole flash dance sequence which i mean elvira doing flash dance like let her have her moment like right right but she could just wanted glitter on her yeah <laughs> she just wanted to be sparkly like let it go so Obviously, Elvira's pissed, and Elvira is a fucking genius for that gas trick. And then the fact that that he's like, "Oh, is that a uh, Bob's? Like, is that a new perfume?" And she's like, "Oh, it's unleaded. Don't smoke." Iconic, iconic, <laughs> iconic, guys. Um, so that's when she decides she's gonna put the moves on Bob. She decides she's gonna cook, and this is. I've referenced this scene many times, but like Elvira is just thinking, oh, I'm cooking this nasty food. She decides I'm going to put some cheese whiz and stuff on it. It'll be fine. In my mind, when I started cooking as an adult, that's what I was doing. Like, oh, I'm making <laughs> nasty stuff. I could put cheese on top of it or something. It won't be better. Like my dad still says I try to poison people, which is jokes on him because I. You're a great me. cook. I'm fantastic. Thank you. I, I It took me a minute to get there, but we all have our fucking journeys, okay? Mine just took a little longer. So, thanks. <laughs> that was my my tangent part one today. Um, But yeah, so that's when we find out that her great aunt Morgana was the, was the mistress of darkness and that her uncle Vinny is an asshole who is trying to basically bring about the apocalypse and pretty much fucking uncle Vinny. yeah fucking and uncle Vinny. and elvira was abandoned at uh the orphanage she so she thought but she actually was put at the orphanage for her own protection yeah. and so elvira decides 
you know what? Fuck that morality club. I'm I'm about to show them some things. And that's exactly what she does. She shows up at their annual picnic. And uh, I love that scene. Oh, that is the be- that's the best scene of the movie. Yeah, she decides, oh, I'm gonna get some revenge on them because the, the casserole will try to eat them the night before. Yeah. It just makes them all horn dogs and <laughs> ends up becoming a, a really town wide orgy. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. And then... pilgrims gone wild. Yeah, pretty much. And then we see the fallout <laughs> from that afterwards. And Uncle Vinny is pissed and decides, I'm going to bring up some random shit from the Salem Witch Trials. Let's see how that turns out. And so he enacts a rule that could get Elvira burned at the stake. So they, in the most dick move possible, decide because of their their morality, they're going to lock Elvira up and burn her at the stake. So just as things couldn't get worse, they're trying to find the book, and it ends up in Uncle Vinny's hands, which cringe, and Patty decides, you think there's going to be a moment of redemption for Patty? She's going to, you know, save Elvira? Nope, she just wants to light her on fire even faster. So Elvira, you know... She's she's on fire, and that's when we start to see Elvira kind of tap into her powers. And then Uncle Vinny comes in and fucks some shit up. He is now in the uber boss mode. He is coming after Elvira. We get some really great scenes, like one where Elvira kind of is dressed up as Rambo, and she's going after him. It's fantastic. In the end, though, we all know Elvira is that ghoul. And she gets the job done. So, um, she's kind of sad, though, because her house is in shambles now because it kind of became a war zone for them. Uh, She doesn't know what's going on. And the town's been against her. Well, the town comes together, helps lift her up. And then she finds out that she is the beneficiary of her Uncle Vinny's estate because he had no other family but her. So Vegas, here we come, and we get the end all be all scene of Elvira being a showgirl, which I and love. I, s- I still want to know how she how she did that, like how the how she made one go one go and then the other. And she does that. <laughs> I know. Naturally. The only part that gets me is like the spider part that comes in with that, like. That. Of course, she would have the problem with that. <laughs> of course, she would. Yeah. Yeah, stick to bats, Elvira. Like, freaking bats. Freaking bats. But no, Elvira does, like, she does shows. At, I, she used to do them. I think maybe she still does them. I don't know. But she used to have her own show at um, Knott's Farm, Knott's Berry Farm um, in California, where she would do the Not So Scary. And then she would have a show that she would do daily where she would be all dressed up and stuff and she would perform and everything and it was like a whole I've never been more jelly and Knott's Berry Farm is you know part of the Cedar Fair portfolio at least at the one point when they were doing that show so I mean fuck why couldn't they bring that to Cedar Point right so bring us one more good show but that ends Elvira 
I was saying before our commercial break, um, that that ends Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Um, there has not been a sequel to that movie. Um, I think there needs to be. Elvira was quoted in 2022, so last year, saying that she had a script for the second Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, but that she had a hard time shopping it because um, the film industry was too woke for her um, second entry. So, because if you think about it, there are some stuff in the this that yeah there would be a little questionable i i yeah i don't think so i think that there it's just kind of all fun that she's kind of there's nothing that she's really trying to like nothing negative it's just there's yeah yeah it's more so other other people that are gonna take some things the wrong way possibly and unfortunately that's yeah I somebody had posted yeah. this and I think it's a fantastic idea because even Dolly herself has said that she wants to work with Elvira but somebody had said that we need like a movie kind of in the vein of Hocus Pocus where Elvira and Dolly are two sisters and they're the white magic and the dark magic and but they both have to help out like the next generation of magic against something else and I could totally see that, like, them being that. So, or, like, a school for witches and having both of them be the headmistresses. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that movie that we just had come out that I would have rather seen. Elv- I mean, not that I don't love Charlize Theron and Carrie Washington and all that, but, I mean, Elvira and Dolly, that's that's my yeah. mountain. So, that's my mountain. But um, Elvira is everywhere. I mean, we cannot talk about Elvira without talking about her merchandise and how Elvira has really turned the genre into her own. I mean, as I am sitting here, I have a cup that kind of, you know, and I'm going to unblur myself for a minute. Look in we need the- to see the cup and the merchandise. Yes. So this is my Elvira cup that I had done. By our friend Sabrina, who does Girl on the Mission. Um, I'm probably going to get more Elvira cups, if we're going to be honest. Well, you need a new one to match your new purse coming. Yeah, so I, I was lucky enough, finally, this year, after patiently waiting for, like, the last two years, to secure the Elvira cake-worthy backpack, um, which is beautiful. You can see in my shirt that... Torrid blessed us this year with an Elvira shirt. So I have been wearing this nonstop, including when I went to Cedar Point on Friday the 13th. And I had a bunch of different characters that were like, we love your shirt. I was like, thanks. But Elvira's everywhere. I have, this is one of the Funko Pops that I have of her. Elvira has her own Funko Pop collection that she has other things. NECA has a ton of Elvira uh, figurines. You can kind of see her on the back. But this is just one of many. My favorite. Um, it's and the Living one that, Dead Doll. Yeah. So this is Elvira's Living Dead Doll. You can kind of see her on the back. I love um, that. 
Yeah, I love it too. The one thing that I'm mad that I have not been able to get is Monster High did do a uh, creation of Elvira as a Monster High doll. And unless you were literally in that line two hours beforehand, you weren't getting a goddamn thing. <laughs> so, and it, it wasn't happening. So, I have a lot of earrings too that were made um, by my wonderful sister in law and mother in law from Cauldron Concoctions. Um, they've done the beautiful tarot earrings that I've worn many times before. I have a Elvira tarot earring, um, pair that is the Empress card. Um, but yeah, Elvira has quite literally everything. Like if you could think about it, it's there. There's a ton of different stuff on Etsy like if you want just a cool thing to look on Creepsville is always doing stuff with Elvira even going on Elvira's own page and looking at all the stuff that she has like I have a dream wish list like she has uh the next thing that I want to get before summer is her coffin towel um that has her on it from Creepsville I do have an Elvira fan um, that I had at Johnny and Friends um, that one of the little girls at Johnny and Friends wanted to steal from me, um, which I thought was very wholesome and cute. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, El, you got to support Elvira. So there's tons. I also have the super amazing edition of uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, the Arrow video edition along with the Shout Factory version of Elvira Haunted Hills. I would definitely recommend if you are a fan of Elvira and you are a fan of kind of getting the behind the scenes goods to watch um, that version, but also to buy it. It's not an expensive version. It's maybe only like five, 10 bucks more than the regular version. And it's got a shiz ton of content. So would recommend highly 10 out of 10. So let me go ahead and put my blur back in. So put your blur back in. Yep. Yeah, I disappeared from it. But but, but yeah. I'm like trying to pull a disappearing act. But no, I mean Elvira, you know, we see a lot of the only person that I could kind of say that's in the same vein as Elvira is Freddy Krueger. When Freddy Krueger came out, he was fucking everywhere. Like, there were so many different things with Freddy Krueger. Elvira is the same way. Like, Elvira has merchandise for literally everything. So, um, and I think that's cool because as much as you like, you know, your favorite movies like Christine and all these other ones, it's kind of cool to have some ghoulish merch that has Elvira just being a badass woman on it. Same way yeah. with like Vampira, Lily Monster. Like we've seen a lot of that ghoul gang merchandise that has made its rounds on Etsy and stuff like that. That include, you know, Morticia and Elvira and Vampira. And um, and I support it because we wouldn't be here without all of them. So um, I think that it's something that all of them love to see as well. I mean, I think Elvira's 
there's certain uh, renditions of Morticia that are still alive, like Angelica Houston and stuff, but um, the original Morticia and Vampira are dead. Um, but I think it's really cool to see everything that, like, has come about. Um, so without Elvira, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. I mean, cut plain simple, like, the new wave of women in horror that are doing our job, podcasting, um, anything, horror content creating, different things like that. Like, there are so many. I flood, flood my For You page on TikTok with women horror creators because I truly believe that that is the wave that we need to be riding. We need to keep encouraging and keep inspiring and keep uplifting women in our genre. And if you're one of those people who are like us that are content creating in horror, I would highly encourage you to do so. Um, Elvira is a fucking queen and she was never made less of a queen by uplifting another woman or uplifting another person that she felt needed to be uplifted. And I think that we can all take a, a page out of her book. The other horror creator, content creators and stuff like that. They're not our competition. Um, anybody who is making good content in horror and has a clear, concise vision and is really trying to uplift the community, I think will always have a place in horror and is something somebody that we always need to uplift. Um so, you know, if you are one of those people and you want to drop your girls a line to come on, do so. We are here for you. Yes. Um, but, uh, the, you know, Elvira is just amazing. And I think we could go on and talk about her for so much longer, but we're not. Um, we would highly encourage you to watch Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, also to read her book. Yours cruelly, Elvira. Um, it's everywhere. If you like Elvira, I would definitely suggest dropping some coin on some of her merchandise. She does, I mean, she's everywhere with everything and she has some really cool quality merchandise. So I would definitely check it out. Um, and she's just a fun person to support. So I would definitely do it. So, um, and if you don't have the money to support her financially, just share her stuff, you know, sh show people the cool stuff that she's doing and share it around for people to see. So Start it from the rooftops. I got an Elvira item. I got an Elvira item. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So for joy. And, you know, hopefully one day we'll be able to come back on and talk about a sequel to Elvira Mistress of the Dark. But um, until then, you know, this is a gem. This is a comfort film. I would definitely even say that this is one, if there are any Spooky Moms fans listening out here, I would say that this is one that you probably start showing your kid at like 13, 14, because it's not one that's very gruesome or no not 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 no. at all there's just some windows, but it's not anything yeah. that i don't think is in the par with other films nowadays like right i think you're fine uh i think oh i think it's a little can... racy but it's fairly toned down yeah and listen it, it's racy for a reason 
So exactly. I think we put women in a box and we expect yes. all women to be this way. And women are allowed to be whatever the fuck they want to be. Just that men can be whoever the fuck they want to be. Just as anybody else can be whoever they want to be. So as much as I support women's rights, I support women's wrongs. So you do you. So as long as you are not hurting somebody in the extreme, wear that Elvira dress. You know, be that Elvira in your community. Um, what do you have to lose? So, um, I, I think she's definitely a role model for being yourself because I've, I think the three of us can kind of relate to the fact of like feeling put in a box. I definitely felt that way before starting this podcast that I always felt like horror was something that people didn't expect from me. And was something that very well, like, I couldn't express. I couldn't be that, like, I remember my mom specifically having a conniption if I went into Hot Topic. All because I wanted to get a Crow postcard. So, um, you know, that was something that was not allowed when I was growing up in the area that I, I, I even vividly remember people from like a different church that was around here that like boycotted outside of Spencer's and stuff like that because it was going to corrupt our souls. Well, my soul isn't corrupted yet. So. Well, mine is, and it's not because of Spencer's or hot topic. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, listen, you be who you want to be. Elvira has taught us we can color outside the lines and it is perfectly okay. We are allowed to be who we want to be. And the best way to honor her is being that person and being as loud and vivacious as we want to be and not letting other people stop us because of their opinions. So I would definitely. The only opinion that should matter to you is your own. Yep. And then someone else but always yours first yeah i i mean if you're not out there harming somebody for for all those girls that are out there that look up to people like elvira and think i wish i could be her one day go ahead and do it i'm telling you as a 33 year old woman i didn't get that chance until a couple years ago where i really started feeling like comfortable in my skin and um i've never look back i just am who i am unapologetically i wear a draculaura cape at times i dress up like the real life draculaura to my child's chagrin i model after elvira if i'm not looking like horror barbie i'm i've got like my you know there's that tiktok that goes around saying my boyfriend has two sides to two different girlfriends well, Jim has like five different fiancés. We have worker Barbie and the more polished side of me than horror Barbie, plus size Barbie, you know, all of those. And he has never complained about any one of those sides. He loves me for every single person I am, whether I'm coming to you in pajamas and looking like a complete crazy pants, watching horror movies at one o'clock in the morning or I'm that polished person going to an event promoting this podcast. Be who you want to be. So 
uh, I've never felt more freer expressing who I am. And I'm lucky that I'm in a relationship where I get to do that. So believe in yourself, believe in who you want to be. And if somebody tells you not to, don't listen to that person. Listen to yeah, who you, you are. You don't need to be around those kinds of people. No, definitely. So if you want to, you know, you want to experiment with your style, you want to play around, do it. Do it. So, um, you know, we need more badass women in horror. So if you think that's you, do it. Take the leap. Do the podcast. Start cr content creating. You never know what would happen. Almost two years, three months ago, a four score, um, a little plus sized, I wouldn't even say plus size, a little plus size, a plus size person named Cassandra started the Horrorcraft podcast thinking 10 people might listen to it. And now there is a legion of people that listen to this and we have expanded into the arenas that we have. So never let anyone tell you you can't because I am living proof that you can. So please, you know, we are a ghoul gang. If you are a horror content creator out there and you ever need support or feedback or anything like that, we are 100% genuine when we say reach out to us, let us know. We are always about uplifting and promoting our own community. Um so, you know, be you, be weird, stay weird. It builds character. We are the weirdos, mister. Yes, we are. Yeah. We stay are. creepy and weird. Yeah, definitely. So, um, if you made it this far, hi, how are you? Hi. <laughs> hi. How you doing? Hey. How you um, doing? But thank you. And everything that we're saying is 100% how we feel. Um, it's not just because we are talking into a microphone. These are things that people who know us know we preach every day of our life. So truly, if you are somebody who is looking to start out or looking for a direction or looking for support, we are always here. We are human beings and we are more than happy to help uplift the, com uh, the community that we've built. So let us know any way we can help. And go watch Elvira. It's fun. It Get your ghouls together. Have a whole, you know, ghouls night in. Have some fun. Or if you just need some popcorn. Is some of that Halloween candy that's 75% off at, at the store. At Walmart. Well, I yeah. don't know if we could say Walmart. I don't know if we could say it there, but we'll just say it. Most places have Halloween candy. At the grocery store. At the grocery store. At the grocery store. Yeah. So, and if you have post Halloween blues, do not worry. The Horrorcraft Podcast has you. This is the first episode in our lineup for Witches Month, and we will be taking a brief break. Hollow, uh, Halloween, Halloween on the break. Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanksgiving week to drop our episode on Black Friday. Um, on Black Friday which is a fantastic movie. Um, Bruce Campbell's in it and Devin Sawa and a bunch of other people. So it's fantastic. And as we end Witches Month, we will roll into more of Creepmas. So I believe for all of you who are having some post-Halloween blues, Christmas can be just as creepy 
So just hold on tight. We got you guys. Just hold on tight. We hold got on you. tight. We got a whole lineup of holiday horror. And, uh, you know, I'm super excited for Creepmas. Creepmas is going to be great. And listen, there, I was just in the, the store that we talked about earlier. And, um, there were a lot of, um, goth dec Christmas decorations, yes. like black and white palettes, you know, matte black. Yeah, different color Christmas trees are have become a whole new oh, thing. Okay. If you're looking for an odd Christmas tree, um, at home has a ton of them. They have like dress form ones. They have black. So, so yeah, does I have a black Depot Christmas tree. Has black Christmas trees. I just found them today. I yeah. have a black Christmas tree. Yeah, I love it. So mm -hmm. I mean. I have a Chris, a tabletop Christmas tree just because it's easier for us. One year we might end up upgrading to another one again, but I have a bunch of like VHS ornaments and mine is all like horror goodness mixed in with a bunch of random stuff. Like I have a Gremlins one and Jurassic Park and all kinds of different ones. And I, you can make it whatever you want. So if you're feeling a little blue, Take a page out of our book. You can make Christmas as creepy, as gothic, goth romance as That's you want it. Yeah. Listen, Dracula probably had a Christmas tree. Keep that in mind. True. So um, just keep it in mind. And like Kylie said, we got you for Creepmas. So keep tuning in and we'll help you with trying to break up those, you know, post Halloween blues. So but until the next episode, it's me, Cassandra. And Zane. And Kylie. And we are saying goodbye. goodbye. And all Stay hail witches. Yes. All hail witches. All hail witches. And we'll see you in the next episode. And it probably won't start this week. But the Horrorcraft podcast is officially a part of the Tangent Mound media network so expect to see more goodies coming your way with that and the expansion that comes with being a part of the network so um thank you for helping us get to this opportunity and we are going to keep creating amazing content um to keep you guys rolling through the holidays so until next time stay spooky and all hail elvira all hail witches all oh, hell, hell witches. All hell witches. All hell Elvira. We are not worthy. We are not worthy. We are not worthy. <laughs> we are not worthy. So stay spooky. Bye. Bye.